Welcome. To Arcade Audio. And my name's Peyton Come on over Cause we're still waiting It's movie night And we're both gay It's hard to find A movie that way Lucky for you We found a few It's queer It's movie night Hi Welcome to Queer Movie Night I'm Deb And I'm Peyton And today we have A special guest Deb's friend Amber Taylor Hello everyone Hello Long time listener First time caller (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> this is true. <laughs> I was going to say, long-time friend of the pod, long-time friend of mine. I'm very excited to have Amber here. I feel like I talk about you so much that it's like, how did it take so long to get you on here? I don't. Yeah. If people listen to every episode, they'll know how much I... Well, you know how much I reference you. But <laughs> half of the movies I've seen in my life, gay movies, are because of Amber. And Perfect. half the ones I've seen are because of you. So oh, it's a beautiful relationship that way. <laughs> We've definitely benefited from this uh, friendship and we appreciate it so much. Seriously, seriously. And, and uh, I have a bunch of notes in my phone of various titles of lesbian novels that I've not read, <laughs> but I've put them in my phone because yeah, I tend to I, read them. I tend to read a lot more than I watch TV shows because there's so yeah. many more queer books out there. So That's I am so always willing to recommend the books to people. I'm, I'm, the one I'm like really trying to get is the one you were looking for when we were in Asheville at the bookstore, the Seven Husbands one. You still haven't read that? No, I know, but I was just talking to my sister, to Dana, about it. And she was like, I'm reading this thing. And I was like, she was like, you should read it. And I said, well, first off, is there anything gay? Cause I refuse, like there's no point in my life into giving anything to like non-gay <laughs> anything. I just don't have the patience for it anymore. Yeah. You know what I mean? uh, she was like, no. And I was like, never mind. And I was like, have you not heard about this one though that Amber told me about? <laughs> I just suggested a bunch of witchy queer books to your sister. So. Oh, that sounds right for her. Yeah. <laughs> cool. I'll take some too, even though I won't read them, but I will put them in a note in my phone. <laughs> do you do you read a lot, Deb, or no? It was polarizing. Everybody reacted like, whoa, I can't believe she said that. <laughs> Oops, I think we're all just still waking up. Honestly. Yeah, I can tell. I'm trying to be awake here. I'm trying oh, to do some Oh my stuff. gosh, I'm, I'm so sorry. <laughs> I'm so Everybody sorry. Everybody stared at me. <laughs> like wow that's so mean no it's not <laughs> oh my god i'm being bullied yeah. <laughs> i kind of am i'm kind of coming in hot no it's okay i've been up for two okay. hours baby <laughs> um so today uh we're talking about a a queer lesbian classic um i had never seen it but i this movie is pretty infamous, I feel like. I, I've heard of it for a long time. Um, we're talking about Debs uh, from 2004. And um, Amber, why don't you uh, just give us the rundown of, um, first of all, your relationship with queer film, how you started like getting into to watching it, 
um, and then specifically how you came across this movie and why uh, why you brought it in to talk about today. Um, so, I mean, back, see, this movie looks like it came out in 2004. Mm-hmm. And at that time, I had just kind of realized I was gay and I was a freshman in college and I was trying to get my hands on anything queer. Um, and so I was, I was, I'm sure I saw this like on after Ellen or something. Um, but it's, it's one of the few DVDs I own because it was before streaming services. So I actually had to hook up my DVD player last night to, <laughs> I haven't watched a DVD in probably 10 years. Um, but it was one of the first ones that was happy because the very first queer movies I ever watched were depressing and sad. And this mm-hmm. was one of the first ones I watched that. I don't know. It was, was a feel good movie. Nice. Very good. I, uh, uh, I don't know if you remember, but Kayla and I had that copy, your copy of you, Debs for years. <laughs> this is true. <laughs> Not to give it back to you. Cause you were like, I recommend that when we first met, you were like, watch this movie. And you gave us the DVD of Debs and imagine me and you. I'm pretty sure it was imagine me and you. And then yeah, it was. we kept it for years. Cause we always forgot to give it back to you, but we watched it a lot. It did feel weird to not watch it on a DVD last night. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very DVD movie. I feel like. <laughs> oh, absolutely. My, my favorite part was watching the, uh, previews for movies. Oh, like I bet. Previewed like the movie Hitch and <laughs> just movies. That I'm like, <laughs> I was like, oh, I forgot. Or the movie with the uh, oh my gosh, this, there's like a bunch of cheerleaders that had to turn into some sort of spy, and it had sugar and spice. No, ooh, that's a good okay. one. No, oh, um, oh my gosh, there's some famous old guy in it. And, uh, <laughs> I don't know. So many things from the two with a bunch of like NFL cheerleaders to do something. Anyways, I was like, Oh, oh my god, that was a good one. <laughs> I need to I see know. that. I know. <laughs> um, yeah, I th- I feel like Deb's kind of had like a wide release because I feel like I remember it, but I never saw it. Um, what so a fun what it- time. What did you think, Peyton? Because while watching it, I was like, he has to love this. Yeah, absolutely. Well, I mean, my thought from beginning to end in the movie, like as soon as it started, I was like, this is a DCOM. Like this is a Disney Channel original movie. Yeah. And I was like, just like the production of it, the tone, like the music, like everything felt very DCOM to me in the best way ever. Like it's just so much fun. Um, just the, the idea of it, I feel like it's kind of a parody of Charlie's Angels, like, mm-hmm. um, and just like these four, um, unique personalities, like crime fighting women, um, just like everything is up my alley. And like, uh, uh, unfortunately I went into this film thinking that all four of them were lesbians and sadly that was not the case. <laughs> <laughs> But I still had such a fun time and it's just like such a, I don't know, it's such like a interesting time capsule, I guess, for 2004 and sort of like where we were at with queer film. Mm-hmm. Um, and I also kind of feel like it, like it was um, a short film first, which, which makes me think like it's very interesting that um, someone saw the short film and was like, yeah, let's like fund a full length film of this like... <laughs> lesbian comedy 
spy action movie, but that's very, that's just very cool to me. Um, how did, how did you, you, I guess Amber introduced the film to you, uh, Deb? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Deb? Debs? Debs. Yeah, I kept, I kept thinking about that too. <laughs> <laughs> um, I love it. It's a classic. Yeah. But watching it now, because uh, Kayla and I hadn't seen it in years, it is so 2004. Holy Absolutely, shit. yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> Nothing is more 2004 than this movie. No other movie. <laughs> it's Oh, the music, the style, like the way it's filmed, the costumes, their uniforms are <laughs> like, what <laughs> is this? If it wasn't a gay movie, I'd be like, this is so offensive. But yeah, uh, yeah. But it's like, you can't be because it's Debs. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's very fun. You know, what's the my big one, too, that I like immediately made was like, Blah, 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 Kayla. I was yeah. like, this movie has no right to have a cast this popular. Like this oh, right, famous. Right. Yeah. The cast is crazy for this movie. Right, yeah. <laughs> you, I mean, like, there's an Oscar winner in this yeah. cast. Which well, is Holland, Holland Taylor was such a gag, for sure. I know. Well, Michael and Clark I, Duncan, he, was, yeah. he won an Oscar five years prior, and I was like, oh, <laughs> old dude had a hard time booking. Um <laughs> But it, it, yeah, there's so many people in it, like uh, Jordana Brewster's from Fast mm-hmm. and the Furious, and then you have Megan Good. Oh, I, I didn't like, know she was from Fast and the Furious. That's so funny. Yeah. Uh, any Drumline fans? I still love Drumline. Oh, I love, love Megan Good too. Yeah. Yeah. The Holland Yeah, Taylor, I love Megan Good. Like, That's what I really, yeah. I yeah. looked it up, and a uh, little fun fact the, the one friend who's like, kind of annoying the like goody two-shoes one who knows about her the whole time she's kid rock's little sister oh wow yeah i recognize her from something else i think i recognized her from uh herbie fully loaded um (laughs) yep that's that's exactly right i don't remember because i've only seen herbie fully loaded i know i definitely seen her but i didn't recognize any of her other credits (laughs) but the funny thing is that she and um Jimmy Simpson, who plays Scud in this movie, were both in Herbie Fully Loaded. Which oh, really? Funny, yeah, yeah. And he's he's a he's in a bunch of stuff, isn't he? In Westworld. Isn't yeah, he? he's in Westworld. He's in um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Oh yeah. Um, then he has a Jeff, bunch of stuff. Yeah. Jeff Stoltz, Bobby. I remember him from Seventh Heaven. Oh yes, yes. Anyone? Yeah. Seventh Heaven fans? Very cute. Oh, I remember him. it's just like so many people are in it and my my other thing is the cgi is the worst cgi i've ever seen in a movie but i feel like they really leaned into it even when they when she was scaling the wall with the little like things and it was going (laughs) yeah i was watching this with brian and they're saying like they're saying it should pop when she pulls it off but it's popping when she puts it on Funny. It's so good. I love the uh the little so for anybody who hasn't seen this movie, you're probably like completely lost right now. But I love when they're in the like swing things when they're surveilling oh, the yeah. <laughs> and then somehow yeah. they can the swing things can move over. <laughs> I love it. change position. It's so funny. It's just um, so ridiculous, but I feel like even in at the time, like it really leans into it, which is why, right, which is right, what makes right. it extra fun. Yeah, yeah, well, that's it is what, really fun. 
that's what I was thinking as I saw some of the bad effects. I'm like, you know, they probably couldn't afford to go all out. So they're like, you know what, let's just make these all really bad. And right. that will be, that's how right. the movie's going to go. Yeah. I love late in the movie, the, uh, the quote unquote villain, um, uh, Lucy Diamond has like, <laughs> has like a, a ray, like a, ray gun thing that she's going to use to destroy Australia and it's like oh. made out of paper mache and like cardboard. Kayla said it looked like like a thing from a from a cartoon. Yeah, like, um, yeah. What, and she was like Australia is toast. I'm mad. Oh yeah. <laughs> and Scott is like what did Australia do? And she's like I don't like their attitude. <laughs> Um, (laughs) so for those of you who haven't seen Debs um, I'm going to say what it stands for right now because they only say it once in the film and I almost missed it It, Debs stands for discipline, energy, beauty and strength (laughs) (laughs) Um, it's about uh, these four girls who are uh, Debs uh, and the way you're recruited into Debs is that you pass a secret test that's within the SAT. So all girls who take the SAT are also secretly taking a test to become a dev. Um, And then you get recruited for this academy uh, that that trains you to become like a super crime fighter. Um, And so it follows these four girls, uh, Max, who is like the team leader, Janet, who's like the dumb one. Um, Dominique, who's just like a French girl who sleeps with lots of guys. <laughs> Dominique was my favorite, I think. I just love quoting back her lines. Oh, and yeah. then and then um there's uh the really the lead of the film, um, and her name is what's the main girl's name? Amy. Uh, Amy, right. I took notes. I took notes. Thank you you for someone for taking notes. (laughs) It's the teacher in me. I can't help it. (laughs) Um, And Amy, uh, in the classic uh, lesbian film way, just broke up with her boyfriend because, like, she just doesn't feel that he understands her for some reason. Um, <laughs> um, and then, uh, so the, the devs on this team are tasked with bringing down this super villain named Lucy Diamond, who is known for stealing and, and also apparently known for never letting someone walk away who comes, uh, in contact with her. Um, and they're tasked, uh, by their superiors who, are Michael Clark Duncan as Mr. Phipps and Holland Taylor as Miss Petrie. Um, and they have, at first I was like, are they holograms? But I think they're like teleporting in and out of places because like when they appear and disappear, there's like air whooshes out. You know what I'm <laughs> talking about? It blows all their hair. Yeah. They're all like, yeah. <laughs> that part felt very uh, Charlie's Angels to me for some sure. reason. Um, so they, uh, meanwhile, um, we see, we meet Lucy and, um, her best friend, henchman person, Scud, and we find out that Lucy's formerly, is a lesbian, has formerly, um, gotten out of a bad breakup, 
and Scud is setting her up on a date with a Russian spy um, played by <laughs> the, the dumb girl from Legally Blonde. I was going to say, Legally Blonde. <laughs> um, and so, so they're, the Debs know about this meeting. They don't know that it's a date, but they know about this meeting. So they're going to like check it out to like try and catch Lucy, I guess, or get some, you know, information on her. So uh, they go to the state and it's not going very well. Um, and then because uh, Amy's boyfriend, ex-boyfriend Bobby shows up, he's like distracting her and he, ex- I missed this part. Did he like give her that bracelet and then he's trying to take it away from her because they're fighting? Yeah, right? Because she like broke up with him? Yeah, she broke up with him and he wanted yeah. it back. So he's like, you can't have this because we're not together anymore. So he tries to take off the bracelet and then it falls and gives... Falls into a bowl of beef of broth? Is what it looks like? <laughs> <laughs> or mud water? We were very mean, expensive. I mean, you've seen Lucy. She can't have like any like actual... Like she's... The probably the tiniest person I've ever seen. She can't have anything uh, too hearty in her broth. Um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so she, the bracelet reveals that they're there, um, and the whole uh, restaurant breaks out into like a standoff between the Debs and Lucy and uh, the assassin. Um, Lu- and then Lucy tries to get away, and that's when she runs into Amy. And they both sort of classic. have this classic. They physically run into each they other. They physically run into each other. And then they pull the pull the gun on each other. Yeah. Um, I love the huge, like, guns. And, like, <laughs> just, like, <laughs> they don't particularly look menacing, but they're just really big guns. It's yeah. really funny to me. <laughs> um, I love, because I love Max, the Max character. Whenever she wakes up, she just pulls her gun. <laughs> <laughs> the biggest gun you've ever biggest, seen. She's got like a huge scope on it that she yeah. never uses. <laughs> Do you notice they always miss every shot they take too? Yeah. Entire movie. <laughs> including when when someone is two feet in front of them. Yeah, that's something else Brian said. Nobody's good at shooting the gun. <laughs> they always miss. They don't even look like they're holding them properly. Like yeah. I don't know how to hold yeah. a gun, but they just look like they're five year olds holding water guns. Yeah. Shooting each other. <laughs> Max Max missed a shot at Lucy when Lucy was in the bedroom with her and Max had two guns. Yeah. She missed and was going boom, 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 boom. Well that's how fast that's how fast Lucy is. And then she leaves a little trail of diamonds when she... she... Oh, that's that's what kills me. But she always has a handful of diamonds that she can throw out (laughs) so they know that it was her. Where does she fit those diamonds? Because 2004 clothing, there's no room. There's no pockets. There's no... Oh, my God. (laughs) Kayla was like, you can tell this is... pants on or something. Oh, my God, the cargo pants. She was like, you can tell this is 2004 by how low everyone's jeans are. Yeah. Everyone's pants were, like, right above the crotch. Low rise jeans. Yeah. Horrible and everybody's time. got those um those uh like undershirt crop tops with like the yeah. wearing no bra. Um, <laughs> um so they meet and it's sort of like lust at first sight, like you can tell they're sort of into each other. And Lucy especially is like, oh man, I really like this girl. Um and she finds out that Amy's writing a or a paper on her uh, for her thesis about like why Lucy is evil. Um, 
And so Lucy tells Scud and Scud helps her to kidnap Lucy uh, to sort of go on a date. Um, and on the way out, Lucy runs into um, the other Deb named Janet um, and sort of has to bring her along. Um, and so they go to this underground, they go through these tunnels into the secret club and then Amy and Lucy get to know each other better. So, so they start to uh, connect and, and actually uh, Scud and Janet start to connect a little bit too. But then on the way home, Janet's like very, uh, I mean, she's not the most homophobic, but she's a little homophobic and is like, why are you talking to her and what are you doing? Um, but luckily Janet's not good at her job. So Amy like uses that to be like, I'm gonna tell these things that you messed up so that Max won't give you your stripes and you'll never graduate the academy if you let her know what's she going on. Irritates the shit out of me when she interrupts them about to kiss about to kiss. Yeah. Kayla said she she was like, Oh, she's cock blocking her. And then she goes, Wait, no, she's cunt blocking her. And I was like <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Oh, so true. But she was like, Are you about to kiss her? She's a girl. I'm like, fuck <laughs> off, Kid Rock's sister. <laughs> but I feel like if this movie was made now, there would be more lesbians in the movie. Oh sure. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, there, there is this like, uh, like 2004-ness of the movie running through it where people are like, oh, it's a girl? Why? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> she does come around though. I mean, yeah, she's she does. Cool. She does. Of Just course. that one bad moment. <laughs> I do love that the I do love the relationship between Scud and Lucy. I just feel like that's such a interesting. I mean, I feel like Scud is kind of queer coded too, but he's straight in this movie. <laughs> um, uh, but just like there's no big deal about uh, Lucy being a lesbian or anything on their side, which is interesting. Um. So then um, Lucy uh, orchestrates a heist so that she can meet Amy again um, after after they go back to school because everybody's like, oh my God, Amy ran into Lucy and she came out unscathed because apparently Lucy kills everybody that she meets. Um, and then, the, so she kidnaps Amy again and she's missing for like seven days. And that's sort of like the montage of them falling in love. Um, and then the other Debs orchestrate a rescue mission. Um, and that's when they find them together and realize what was really going on. And then, so then uh, that's when Holland Taylor's extremely disappointed in Amy um, and before Amy was like the perfect Deb, like she got the perfect score on the, the SAT Deb test um, and was like their star person. Um, and so she's like threatening to take that away from her and like throw her out. And um, uh, Max suggests that they uh, basically test her loyalty and give her the highest honors and and do all this as long as she promises never to see lucy again um so then we get like the 
breakup montage sort of thing. Um, and Lucy decides to give up crime because she loves Amy so much. And there's this montage of her, like giving her instead giving all the money back that they stole and, and just doing all these things. I really appreciate the, uh, the bat signal reference to the Lucy diamond signal in the air that turns mm-hmm. into um, the heart with Amy's name in it. Um, and when that's, that doesn't work, they decide that they're going to um, break into the award ceremony of the year at the, uh, the dance um, and go find Amy and get her back. Um, and at this, at this dance, you sort of see that uh, Janet and Dominique are like sort of leading into like, maybe she does really love her and like, maybe we should just let her be happy. Uh, but Max is still wanting her to like make up for what she did. Um, and Max writes her this speech for her to say, where she basically says that Lucy's like a horrible person and, and really bad. Um, Amy or Lucy sneaks into the award ceremony and Amy's giving this speech. And then, but then when she sees her, she like takes everything back and, and says that she doesn't want to be a deb anymore. Um, and so there's a big, chase scene where they're all chasing Lucy and then Lucy and Amy reconnect and decide to be with each other. Um, and then the Debs run into them and for, and then uh, basically uh, Amy convinces Max to, you know, let them be happy and, and do the right thing. And so when um, everybody else comes through Holland Taylor and Bobby and everybody uh, Max covers for them and lets them go. Um, and yeah, I think that's, they sort of, Lucy and Amy run off into the sunset and that's where the movie ends. Amy's going to go to art school. Yes. She's going to go to art school in Barcelona, I guess. Mm -hmm. I wasn't aware that they had like a famous art school or anything, but that's exciting. (laughs) (laughs) Good for them. Yeah, yeah. You know, it's such a great ending. And you know what? Like, as corny as the movie is, because of the time it was made, it's like it it holds up really well. Yeah. And I like I mean, that the, that the ending is happy. I mean, there's one moment where that Kayla and I both gasped and is when they use the R word very yeah. casually. Yeah. We both gasped. Also two thousand four. It ha- every time we choose a movie from that time or like any movie <laughs> like that, there's always like the F yeah. word and the R word. I'm like, yeah. Jesus Christ. Um it's but, so like, casual and like it's so it's so they could have just cut it right out. Like it's not really necessary at all. Yeah. Um besides that, like one moment, it it's I I think it's still pretty good. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, um, like I said, like it's not it's this is definitely a silly movie. Like it's a, it's a comedy. Um, it's not, um, yeah. I mean, it's a parody. So, uh, I, I just had a really good time. I thought that they handled, um, everything pretty well. Like, and it's obvious that we're supposed to be rooting for Amy and Lucy. So it, it was a fun time. And yeah, it just gave me like the best decom vibes and, I enjoyed it from beginning to end. What's better than a decom? A lesbian decom. A lesbian decom, exactly. (laughs) The lesbian decom we never got. (laughs) I'm I'm so glad that that you chose this one, Amber, because this is, I, when you were like, have you done Debs? I was shocked we hadn't 
I was looking <laughs> through our old episodes and was like, how did we, were we not for you, do this Amber. Yeah, you guys were just waiting for me to, yeah. to, we were. to sweep in and, and talk. I mean, this was such like my favorite movie for the longest time. And I think re-watching it last night, it was just so fun. And, you know, all the movies I watch are always like either depressing or just a lot, very emotional. And yeah. this was just like escape. You know, and exactly, and it, was, totally. it was fun and lighthearted. Yeah, totally agree. It's just a, it's a good time. Like we laughed the whole time while watching it. Nothing horrible happens. You know mm. what is interesting that I just when I googled her this morning, the writer of this movie, Angela Robinson, also wrote Professor Marston and The Wonder Woman. That's wow. that's insane. So that Isn't really that insane? like. Wow. That really shows you her range because Professor Marston is such like a prestige, like artsy, well done movie. So right. like you can you can see her range when she has like a different budget and and is going for like a different tone. Like like we were saying before, this movie obviously was leaning into its corny effects, its music, its it uh you know um, the humor. Um, so that that is really funny. Isn't that crazy? She also yeah. wrote for the L word and a bunch of other stuff, but her repertoire is very different. Um, it makes me think that she wrote Debs because it was just fun. Right. Like, Absolutely. Well, I read somewhere that she had been um, writing Debs as like a comic or like a manga first, which I think is so fun because it's, oh. it's very, it reminds me of like, um, an anime or 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 a manga with like crime fighting girls and like uniforms. Sure. Yeah, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, I think we need a Deb's animated series. That would be so fun. I think I would I'd love, love to see Deb's made now, like a remake of Deb's. Yeah, yeah. The world needs it. I believe the world needs a remake of Debs. Yes. Deborah, why don't you start? Or they're all lesbians. (laughs) (laughs) I guess I could. I'm no Angela Robinson, but uh, we'll see. We'll see. So, what are what are y'all's favorite parts? Amber, like, what are your favorite scenes or favorite I, lines? Or so I, I made some notes. One, one of yes, the notes. Yes, I, please. Um, I loved all the montages. Like, I, most movies have what maybe one, if that. They had mm. what two or three different montages yes. in the movie. Always Love like great music, and um, that was one of the things. That's one of my favorite parts is all the montages and also like the cheesy flirting. The, yes. the scene when they're in her bed, Lucy Diamond's bedroom or wherever that was, and they're like snapping each warehouse. other's bras. Yeah, they're yeah. <laughs> warehouse warehouse with curtains up. Yeah, <laughs> but they're like snapping each other's bras, and it's yeah. it's just so it's so cheesy. But I'm like, that's honestly that's probably something two girls would probably do when they're like mm. newly dating and. I don't know. To me, that was realistic as cheesy as it was. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I I loved the montage of them, like, falling in love while everybody was like, where is she? Yeah. Where is Amy? <laughs> We're so worried about her. And then it just cuts to them, like, falling in love and laughing and holding each other and looking at the sunset. It was actually – their montages were really good. 
Yeah. I love all the uses of like green screen and like, like more than half this movie had to be filmed in front of a green screen. But like Janet calling, uh, calling Amy on her watch and her like face just appearing on the face of like a regular watch. (laughs) And like all of the like news, like the clip art news articles coming up. (laughs) Oh yeah. Lucy gives up crime and things like that. That was so fun. Um, I do one one note that I have for the movie that like it, it's just like they didn't have time for it like and I feel like that that's why it would make a great series or something is that I wish we got more of like the Debs relationship of like how the girls got along with each other and stuff because it's interesting that like half of the Debs doesn't really like each other like Dominique doesn't like Amy and like I never really liked you that much but I will yeah. miss you. <laughs> she was saying goodbye. Yeah. I never really liked you that much, but I will miss you. <laughs> I love that Dominique is always smoking, like Constantly. even if it doesn't really make sense. Yeah. <laughs> um, and like Max doesn't really like Janet. It's just an interesting, like I just I'm I'm always interested in um just friendship between girls and especially if they're working on like the same team. I just think that would have been interesting to explore. Um, so I loved any, yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so I loved any moments that, that were of the Debs and of them together and seeing how they behave with each other. Um, especially like in the beginning when they're all driving to school together and that, that type of thing. Um, I loved um even though Scud was kind of like a weird character, I loved the scenes with him and Lucy because um, mm-hmm. I thought their friendship was really fun. I love the in the one montage when they're um, when the supervillains are going good that he and Lucy are like lip syncing the song that's playing. I oh that yeah! Was really fun. <laughs> oh yeah! When he pops really up behind her, yeah, he makes me laugh every when time. When she's singing into the broomstick, I used yeah, to watch yeah. that scene all the time. <laughs> There's something that just drew me to that scene. I don't know if it was yeah. the music or I, I was in love with Jordana Brewster. I think yeah. she's the only reason I watched any of the Fast and Furious movies. <laughs> she is gorgeous. Yeah, so. she's got a jawline. Little, I can't think of anything. <laughs> He's got a nice jawline. <laughs> He's got a nice jawline. That's right. That's right. <laughs> um, I love Holland Taylor. Uh, I love Holland she Taylor. She just always shows up and does her job, doesn't she? Yeah. Holland Taylor says, "I know what you want me to do." I, I also feel, feel like, like she was like, she was like, "Oh, this is a lesbian film. I'll, I'll support this. I'll do I this." I know. Good for Holland. <laughs> was she out at the time of this? I don't know when I she don't. came out. I don't know if she like I feel like she never officially came out and they were it was just like, oh, okay, Holland Sarah Taylor Paulson. and Sarah Paulson are happening. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I feel like it's like that kind of feeling. Um but yeah, iconic. I love Holland. Yeah. Um Oh, wait. Okay. In November 30th, 2015, while answering a question about marriage in a radio interview, Taylor revealed that she was in a relationship with a younger woman and that most of her relationships have been with women. So, uh, pre her saying that. Um, Whoa. What year? And it was Sarah Paulson that she was talking about, 2015. Oh. I thought, I don't know why I thought this, but I thought that Sarah was the only woman she'd been with. But, but. We'll get that out of your silly little head. Deborah, this (laughs) is why you need to read The Seven Husbands of Evelyn Hugo. (laughs) Evelyn Hugo, that's right. Okay. Okay. 
I'm going to buy it and read it on my first edition Kindle, which (laughs) somehow (laughs) still works. (laughs) I have a hard copy of it. I did eventually find it. Okay, good. (laughs) You can lend it for like five years or borrow it for five years again. You can't let me borrow anything ever again. (laughs) (laughs) I did eventually give them back. You did. I did. You did. And then I I bought my own copies. In your defense, you move far away, so. (laughs) Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, One of the things that I was, I made, I made note of was the secret SAT test. And it just reminded me so much of Glee and how Brittany took the SAT and ended up being like super smart and getting into like MIT or whatever. (laughs) Did you seriously walk into this podcast today, Amber, and bring up Glee? Are you? Being this violent, this I'm early so violent. on a Sunday. It was a connection. I mean, it was a connection. It's on my mind sometimes. Listen, I have a daughter named... Humor. Listen, my daughter's name's Quinn. I can't... There's no getting away from Lee, all right? I'm pretty sure... And yeah, Deb she is named after one? Quinn for Bray. Deb, weren't you the one that... Uh, uh, that talked about Quinn, um, is it Quinn and Rachel fan fiction? Yeah, of course I'm the one who fucking talks about that, Peyton. Are you kidding me? <laughs> I'm I, saying, that's uh, why, okay, that's why I have a complicated relationship. Think before you throw stones or whatever. <laughs> I throw stones because Ryan Murphy ruined my life for years. Because I gave my heart, body, and soul to the fucking crack ship that was Faberi and went all the way and what I don't know I think we knew each other at this point Amber when Kayla bought me tickets for my birthday to go to Faberi Con in Atlanta and I paid Faberi money for Con? a Faberi how have I they never talked talk about this on this podcast there's no way I haven't but I love this ship so much I went to a Faberi Con I can't believe is, they had a con that's insane oh yes and it was Atlanta and I bought a plane ticket and everything and we just <laughs> sat in in like a convention rooms in a Hyatt and we just talked about <laughs> why we loved Faberi and like read excerpts from our favorite fanfics and did Glee uh, karaoke and I it I it was a time of my life <laughs> I really really it was the first ship where I was like do you remember your first ship like your first like OTP like your first one where you were like I would give my life. I would give anything to see them kiss, like on my screen, not just in a fanfic. <laughs> I gave everything to Fabericon and Ryan Murphy. You know, he ruined my life because of it. You know, I I, I was listening to another podcast, and it got brought up about Quinn Fabray and said everybody knew that she was a lesbian on the show except for the writers. Like, yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, yes, yes. So oh. true. Sorry. Thanks for letting me. I can't believe I've never that. talked about that. It's okay. It's a nice little story I have in my back pocket as a comedian. So I talk about it once a in a while. Comedian spelled I E N N E. That's how I like to be addressed. <laughs> I love saying comedian. I feel like even men should be called comedians. I think it's better. <laughs> if I'm ever referred to as a comedian, I would like to be a comedian. Please. A comedian. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it feels so good. Trust me. When you really get people to like catch on to it. Yeah. It feels very um, like 1980s when a, when a comedian uh, guest starred on a show. 
Sure. Like, who even decided that that's what a female comedian should be called? Surely it was a man, not a woman, oh, who decided that. Sure. I'm glad it's no longer used. Comedians and comedians. I'm bringing it back. we're claiming the word i'm like the queer community claim queer as a good as a good term (laughs) peyton and i are taking back comedian (laughs) (laughs) um i love i love um that the Debs had shorter skirts than everybody else that wanted went to their school (laughs) oh my god amy specifically i was like (laughs) yeah well amy just has super long legs i think which really accentuates how short her skirt is (laughs) but you see someone else at their school and their skirt is like three times longer than the ones that the Debs wear They look sexy. It's 2004, I guess. Also, I thought it was so funny at the end when um, they find out Lucy is at the dance. The this one guy runs out is like Lucy Diamond's here. Everyone, run for your lives! I was like, <laughs> Isn't this a school of trained agents? <laughs> They're not very good assessing. <laughs> running, everyone so starts many. running full speed in different directions. Yeah. <laughs> Did you notice the slow mo shot of a guy, of a man and a woman going over the couch, and a woman oh, just? Oh my god, it. that girl ate it. She <laughs> ate the floor. <laughs> I also noticed in the background during the slow mo shot, one woman running in the background, background laughing. Yeah. I was like, she was they, having fun. <laughs> she, she was. Mm-hmm. Pay- a hundred bucks. She's like, I'm at least gonna have a good time. <laughs> what else? What else is on your note card, Amber? Um, I gotta know. I, well, I wrote car couch because <gasps> I oh, love that. that cool. Well, I and love- I wrote that because I, I, my parents had one of those growing up, so we oh, had like fun. this back end of a Cadillac that was turned into a couch and so anytime I see something like that I'm like oh that's uh you know that's I had that that's really cool cool. you know I'm a little fun fact my parents had weird stuff um I love I I love Lucy's furniture she's got the car couch and then she's got those lamps with like a woman leaning back and holding an (laughs) orb of light (laughs) (laughs) Like this lesbian interior decorating. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, You know, every time... Who plays Scud's character? What's his name? I'm bad Uh, with names. Jimmy Simpson. I I just know every time... I swear he is in everything I watch. I'll be watching him and I'll even Mm -hmm. say something. I'll be with people who have never seen Debs or heard of Debs. I'm like, oh, he's from Debs. That's where I know him from. (laughs) But I've seen him in so many other things since then. But it's always like, oh, that's the dude from Debs. And my friends will look at me like, what are you you talking about? (laughs) Well, now I'm going to do that for sure. Yeah, it's the same thing. Oh, sorry. When he got... When when he was like on screen, Kayla and I both went, it's that guy. Yeah. It's that guy who's in all the stuff. <laughs> but now he'll specifically be the guy from Debs. Now he will. Yeah. Oh, wait. He was married to Melanie Lins- Linsky at one point. That's crazy. Oh, ho, 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 you're right. I just I just watched Yellow Jackets. And that- oh, I watched Yellow Jackets because Amber told me to watch Yellow Jackets. And then everybody else <laughs> weeks later were like, you got to watch Yellow Jackets. And Amber was ahead of it. I think I she watched it. it before everybody else did. <laughs> there you go. I didn't know there was going to be lesbians in it. And I was so happy when I found when that happened. Oh my god! If any I TV love that show, show, if anybody makes a show or a movie about a bunch of women and there's not at least one queer person in it. It's, it's not homophobic. Yeah, it's not, not real life. 
Also, a bunch of girls who play soccer. There's yes. got to be some lesbians on that team. Yes. Listen, I played <laughs> college basketball. No, I played college basketball, and I will tell you about 60% of the team was. So absolutely, it's, it's not real life if it's not. <laughs> <laughs> and I was in show choir, and two of us were gay, and we ended up married. There you go. There you go. <laughs> so there's and that's why Padere would be realistic. <laughs> uh, did you take any other notes on your note card, Amber? Yeah, I, well, this one has nothing to do with the movie, but so we last night I, I watched it and my wife took her other kid to the hospital. She was sick. She's fine. But the other one I was staying home with and she's like, what are you doing? Cause I was writing notes. She's like, well, I'm watching this movie and taking notes. She's like, well, why are you taking notes? I'm like, well, I'm going to, I'm going to talk about the movie tomorrow with friends. She's like, that's stupid. Oh. <laughs> what? I and she is one that loves to analyze movies with, yes. you know, we, she, the, before we even left the theater at Encanto, she was, analyzing the movie and talking about all of her theories I'm like you should know nora that this it's is like, what i got do. Wrong here. <laughs> honestly did you say that's pretty homophobic nora i should have <laughs> i don't think she knows what that means yet <laughs> that's so funny she did not watch the movie with me though so oh unfortunately that's so sad hopefully you'll get her someday Someday. <laughs> I'm working on it. <laughs> uh, see if yeah, I wrote anything else. I wrote a quote that says, love is supposed to be irresistible. And I think I wrote that because when she was describing her, her boyfriend and just like how like blood is, I remember thinking yeah. like, that's how I felt about my boyfriend I had when I was like 18. I'm like, I'm supposed to be in love with him, but this is like blah. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you know, like just so having true. no idea why. Like, this is just boring. And then, did you find irresistible love? You know, I went on this date with somebody we met in the McDonald's parking lot. And sure. Sounds it's... like Ohio. <laughs> <laughs> it's also an Ohio thing you've ever said. Yeah, we went to, you know, met, we met McDonald's, went and saw, um, uh, oh my gosh, what movie? We saw that, the sad love movie. <laughs> The Notebook? Yes, as our first date. <laughs> That's a sad love movie. You knew exactly what I was talking about. <laughs> love The Notebook. You know, it worked 18 years later, so. <laughs> you know they're making a musical of The Notebook? Yeah, Ingrid Michaelson wrote it. Oh, That's insane. And they're doing previews in Chicago. In Chicago, okay. it's opera at uh, Chicago Shakespeare Theater. Mm-hmm. Mama's getting tickets. <laughs> Maybe I'll drive out there and our friends Laura My- and Julie are, are driving out for it. Are they? Oh, mm-hmm. that's fun. Mm-hmm. My friend Taylor told me about it and I was like, I'm I'm more of a walk to remember gal. <laughs> <laughs> do you see that Mandy Moore said that she like she'd be down for a reboot like it's oh. time and I was like honey we don't need a walk we to don't remember. need a reboot a walk to remember nobody wants a good feel good Christian movie where yeah. a girl dies with leukemia at the end we don't need that in 2022 it had its impact at the time let's be real we all saw it twice in theaters and I cried my eyes out every time and I was in the thick of my young Christianity when I saw it so 
it was <laughs> that's so funny. Life-changing. I don't really think of that movie as a Christian movie, but it is she he's is straight up Christ- like he is very Christian in it. Jesus into his life and kind of becomes a pastor, doesn't he? Doesn't he? Kind I don't of? remember. I don't or does he that. just hold the Bible all the time? Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Well, he, yeah, I mean, I mean, the whole premise of the movie was that he was a bad boy that fell in love yeah. with this Christian girl. So, yeah, he probably did become yeah. like some sort of creepy youth yeah. pastor or something. The cultural significance, significance, though. What's the song? There's a song that's inside of my yes, soul. soul. How many girls in choir sing that song? My only hope. That's yeah. the weirdest play that she's in. Like, why would that song be in that play? <laughs> And also, is that the only song in the play? <laughs> it seems to be. But you know what? Yeah. Because it's such a banger, they're like, we don't need any more. <laughs> it's like if Waitress just had She Used to Be Mine. We love all of the music of Waitress. But She Used to Be Mine is so good, it could probably get away with calling it a musical and only having that one song. Whoa! Oh, sorry. <laughs> well, I'm getting pumped up right now. <laughs> We're having two early 2000s flashbacks. <laughs> it was a primitive point in our life. Primitive? That's not the right word. No, we're going to say primitive. It was a primitive point in our life. You know what? I was pretty primitive at that point in my life. <laughs> it wasn't as refined as I am now. <laughs> I didn't read books like I used to. <laughs> yeah, now you're obviously someone who reads a lot of books. Yes. I mean, witchy lesbian books, but I read yeah. books. <laughs> It's means you have taste. <laughs> um, all right. Any other uh, um, remaining thoughts before we go ahead and uh, uh, rate the movie? Hmm. I have no other thoughts. <laughs> no other thoughts? All thought it out. <laughs> I'm sure I'll think of something an hour from now. Right, right, right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so here at Pure Movie Night, uh, we rate on two different scales. Uh, one uh, being the uh, Vita Russo test, which is a uh, medium metric for examining queer representation in film. And it follows three rules. One, that the film uh, include queer identifying characters, which this one does. Two, that the characters have personality traits other than being queer, which this one does. I would say um, the characters um, can be like a bit cartoony and over the top, but they did have other personality traits um and three that the film uh that the removal of the queer characters would change the film significantly obviously this film focuses on lucy and amy so removing them from the film would change the plot significantly and i would say that this film passes um and then the second metric that we do is based uh on a zero to six scale six being um the highest quality and we usually uh change the rating scale for, uh depending on which film uh so what what uh six Ooh. things should we be rating this out of um Ooh. Ooh. Mm. I think. um oh i also see. do want before we rate it i want to mention the the plaid force field that's around the the <laughs> like Oh my god! I don't think that I don't think that's possible. 
<laughs> we, Kayla was dying. We were dying last night at when she first went to find Amy in the house and she cuts through the force field and then she uses this little slide up cell phone from 2004 <laughs> and scans and the scan just goes, not Amy, not yeah. Amy, not like, Amy. It doesn't have the names. Did she take DNA? How did she yeah, know? Exactly. It's like, it's not the names of each agent in each room. No. It's just going, not Amy, not Amy. Not Amy. <laughs> <laughs> it's too good. I would give this six not Amy's. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or diamonds or force fields or oh, diamonds, diamonds is good. Diamonds is good. Diamonds. Uh, yeah, I would get Lucy. I, I feel like her name's gotta be based on Lucy in the sky with diamonds. Sure. Um uh I I'm gonna give it five diamonds just because um it's from 2004 and <laughs> they didn't need to use the r word and <laughs> uh and uh you know i feel like they uh the at least one of the debs could have been really like into amy being a lesbian i feel like that would have been fun <laughs> yeah um but yeah i had such a good fun time um i wanted deb's cartoon anime series um and you know um i think that this is the decom that disney was never brave enough to do um and yeah i loved it i'm gonna give it a full-blown six yeah six diamonds it's like you know what it's pretty perfect yeah I think it's perfect because it's so dumb. It's so great. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and even for 2000, uh, 2004, like, I don't know. I just love the energy of it. And I mm-hmm. love how silly it is. And it felt like it knew it was silly even then. So right. the way it ages too, it just makes it even more enjoyable to watch for that reason. Um, and nobody dies. It's a happy ending. No one's like truly bad. The chemistry is pretty good between the two. Mm-hmm. A solid cast. I had a great time. I'm going to be bold today. Six, bitch. <laughs> I usually nice. just say whatever you say, Peyton, but I'm having a mind of my own today. I love it. I love it. <laughs> Amber, how many diamonds do you want to give it? I mean, I, I guess I'm going to have to go with six, too. Yeah. Woo! I don't re-watch movies very often, and I re-watched this movie so many times when I was younger that yeah. I, I, I just, I can't help it. I have to give it. <laughs> you know, I, I heard once someone say, you know, and I said something's good, what would they say? I said, I really liked it. That doesn't mean it was good, but I absolutely loved it. Mm-hmm. And that's kind of how I, I feel about this movie. I love it. Absolutely. I love it. That's a great way to look at it because it is kind of exactly that. <laughs> <laughs> I think the, the person that originally said that was like, I never said I had good taste. I just really liked this. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what's great about about all of this, though. Just because it's not like a like a, something as written the way Professor Marston is, like, does not mean that we can't like it less Absolutely. because it's not some like art house Oscar nominated blah 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 blah. Like, right? Th- that's that's one sector of filmmaking, like for a specific purpose, and like. I don't know. That's what I, I, I've, I've said that a million times that I just love how subjective every movie is and how everybody's perception of it is and everyone's experience. And like, is Deb's the greatest movie of all time? No, but do we have a great fucking time when we watch it? Hell yes. Absolutely. So it's good to us. I don't know. And I'm definitely going to watch it again for sure. 
It was such oh, a yeah. fun time. Um, Amber, thank you so much for being here today and for bringing yes, us thank to you. and talking about it. Um, I had such a fun time. Um, Thanks for having me. Of course, anytime. Um, you can follow us at Queer Movie Night on uh, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. You can follow me at Peyton Cody Lynch on Twitter and Instagram. And me, Deborah Duncan on Twitter and Deborah Dbag on Instagram. I don't know if you want to plug anything, Amber. You don't have to. You, you know, to. I don't. I don't have much. You know, being a teacher, I have to keep my yeah, social yeah. on a on a lockdown. <laughs> <Exactly. so. laughs> I don't need my students finding my queer movie uh, right. takes. Right. <laughs> but honestly, if I were a student of yours and I found it, I would be obsessed with you. I, you know, yeah. I do have I do have some students that we do have conversations. I spent twenty minutes the other day talking with a student about the prison TV show on Netflix. I, I'm bad at naming movies. Orange is the New Black. Black. Yeah. How do you not remember Orange is the New Black? I, listen, you ask me who my best friend is, I will forget their name. <laughs> I, just, I think I, I didn't know about you. I, I panic and I... <laughs> uh, uh, this was so fun. Um, thank you so much again for being here. And... Um, Thank you guys for listening. Please like, uh, subscribe, leave us a review. Um, and uh, we'll be back in uh, a couple weeks with another uh, film. I think we're doing um, uh, the new movie with uh, Troy A. Savan, uh, Three Months. Uh, so we'll see you guys then. Thank you. Bye. Bye. Thank you for playing Arcade Audio. Play more at ArcadeAudio.net.